Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. From the heart of the Carolinas, aiming the cannon of truth at strongholds of stupidity. Who, who are black people supposed to call? Ghostbusters? So we need to stop that defund or impoverish the cops crap. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. And good morning. Welcome to the Vince Coakley Radio Program. Welcome back to the broadcast. Good to be back with you. A significant day today because in just a couple of hours, we're about to see what could be a showdown on the floor of the U.S. House in the contest for the person who will become the next Speaker of the House. We will, of course, also cover the major story that's grabbing a lot of attention, many prayers going up on behalf of DeMar Hamlin, who remains in critical condition this morning after his heart stopped during a tackle that happened during Monday Night Football. We will get to that as well. But very monumental events unfolding today in the nation's capital who will become the speaker of the house this is a very important development and i have praised behind this microphone for quite some time those who have dared to step away from the pack and these are folks who have been declared to be never kevin republicans as in kevin mccarthy one of the people who fits that category joins us on the line. He represents South Carolina's 5th Congressional District, a person I'm proud to consider a friend, Ralph Norman. Welcome back to the broadcast, sir. Good to have you with us. Hey, Vance. Glad to be with you. Well, first off, I understand there's a conference meeting this morning that's going on. Do we have any new developments? Uh, for those who may not be up to speed on this, the challenge for Kevin McCarthy, he needs to make sure he shores up the 218 votes he needs to become Speaker of the House. This morning, to your understanding, does he have those votes? Not on the first ballot. He's making the pitch now. In fact, I'll be speaking in just a few minutes uh, as to why he should be. He's pretty agitated, but uh, I'm pretty agitated. And I'm going to express that. But, no, we, we've got the most powerful position in the country, I would argue. We've got the man third in line for president. And to have a discussion is a good thing. Uh, in the business arena, if uh, you've got a company that's not doing well, then you vet the new leader. And that's what we're doing. And the country's broken. And, uh, you know, we're trying to find out what the plan will be. And so um, it's a good thing. You know, we adjourned last year, Vince, 172 days. That's five months, and we can take a day or two days, whatever it needs, to come up with uh, with who needs to be. I'm going to be voting for Andy Biggs on first ballot. We'll see what happens on second ballot. Now, I want to ask you, um, and I was uh, in a conversation with you last night uh, having fun with the fact, in fact, The Hill referring to you in this first line as one of several far-right members of the party, which is just, this is just pure nonsense, because they never make reference to people as being far-left. But uh, tell me what it is that you oppose about Kevin McCarthy. Why is he not worthy to be the Speaker of the House? Well, Vince, he's been in office now 14 years. Look at his record on spending. He just has added to it. We're at the point, we're at the end of the runway. The cancer in this country is overspending, and we just want to see what his game plan is. 
in nine months, we will have a uh, decision to make on raising the debt limit. Is he going to vote for that? Is he going to vote for, um, you know, increased spending? Uh, his record just has not been good. Now, could he change? Yes. Whoever is speaker, I will get behind because we're one party, and this country is in trouble. But the cancer that I can't be cured with an aspirin is overspending. The rules package would not have happened had we not, you know, pushed for that. So it's common sense, like getting a bill 72 hours before we vote on it. Uh, that's not radical. Uh, or putting having open amendments on the floor. That's not radical. Uh, have an honest debate on the floor. That's not radical. But it's being portrayed by that, and I reject that. But this discussion is good. Happened has not happened since uh, in 23, and since 1923, 100 years. So uh, it's a good thing. So we'll see how it comes out. I expect we'll be here all day and probably tomorrow. Wow. So you're expecting something that will uh, uh, will take a while here. So you're, you're pretty convinced Kevin McCarthy's not going to get this on the first ballot. Oh, yeah. No, he will not get it on first ballot. Now, Vince, you could have people voting present. You could have people all of a sudden getting COVID. But, you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Tell me about Andy Biggs, because you're voting for him on the first ballot. What is it that commends him as the person who should be Speaker of the House? Well, he's along with me and many others. Uh, the country's broke. We can't keep this trajectory of continued spending, and particularly on the items that you're giving away our money. It's like dropping money from a helicopter, and we're willing to do something about it. Now, we're getting pretty well chastised in, in the other room, but uh, that's fine. I'll take the criticism, but when if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, expect a different result, then it, that's insanity, as the saying goes, and that's, that's kind of where we are with this. Vince, i got to get back in the room. I fully understand, and please keep us posted. And if you are able to come back, we'd love to hear from you if you have an update for us, sir. I will do. Thank you. Congressman Ralph Norman, who represents South Carolina's 5th Congressional District, and this has been a very interesting situation to watch because, you know, I've listened. In fact, one of my favorite talk show hosts, I won't mention his name, uh, has been adamant about this, that they've got to get behind McCarthy. I do not believe that. I believe, and I talk with another member of Congress who was very blunt about the fact Kevin McCarthy is a swamp creature. He's a creature, uh, a product of this system that we supposedly oppose. And these brave members of Congress who have dared to resist his coronation They've been able to extract a few things thus far, but it's still not enough. The question is, how serious are we about change? Are we going to continue with the status quo? I believe you go to the dictionary, you look up status quo, you're going to find Kevin McCarthy's picture. I just do not believe we can keep doing this over and over again. It's time for new, fresh leadership. Now, one member of Congress I spoke with yesterday evening talked about the fact that lobbyists have been very active in this speaker contest. They want Kevin McCarthy. They want him desperately. That ought to tell you a lot. Some of the things they've been trying to get, 72 hours to read bills before they're brought for a vote. Come on. Is this, do you call this right wing? They got the omnibus bill the night before. 
single-subject germane bills. How many times have we talked about this? You should bring a piece of legislation for one subject, for a vote. Don't throw a bunch of things together and say, oh, we've got to vote on this. No. A longer period of time for members of the conference to actually have a discussion. It's only 10 minutes now. You're telling me. 200 plus members and all they've got is 10 minutes. What kind of a scam do these idiots think we're going to fall for? If this is what they're doing to other members, do you have to question what and why they're doing the things that they're doing to you? Any case, we hope and pray that we have a good outcome here. I just happen to believe Kevin McCarthy is not the good outcome. We're going to continue to follow this. Congress convenes at noon today, and then they will start this process. I want to get your thoughts and much more as we continue our Tuesday broadcast. Stay with us. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Back on the Vince Coakley Radio Program, if you'd like to join the conversation, the Ingalls Markets Talk Line. 800-928-1110, the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, it's 71307. We started off a conversation with Ralph Norman, and I want to appeal to you to pray for Ralph Norman, and not just him, but dozens of other members of Congress, that God will give them an extraordinary measure of courage and common sense and good judgment, that they would not just put the next person in line, the next swamp creature in the position of Speaker of the House. This is way too important. This texture says it's going to come to a head when after three votes McCarthy isn't Speaker. The negotiated settlement makes Jim Jordan Speaker even though he really doesn't want it. He'll just have to find a good substitute for his position as head of the Judiciary Committee. This texture saying Vince on the Terror Show, she has stated Kevin McCarthy's on record stating he wants to censor conservatives on social media. It does not surprise me at all. I don't trust this man. This man is a fraud. Kevin McCarthy is a fraud. And I think it tells you, I, I don't know how boldly I can communicate this, folks. I cannot overemphasize To say this man is not a conservative is an understatement. He's a wolf in sheep's clothing. And what's sad to me is that you have this man even a whisper away from becoming Speaker of the House. He should not even be under consideration. It shows you the collective judgment of the members of the House that most of them are in support of this moron. I know that's strong language. 
But folks, if you want to save your freaking country, you can't keep putting the same people back in over and over again expecting a different result. It's really that simple. Do you really think Kevin McCarthy is an instrument of change? Do you really believe that? Because the folks in Washington, most of them, they do not want change. The only change that they will bring about is the change which is all you will have left in your pocket after they are done with you. Because they will spend, spend, spend. They've already proven it. What more do you need to see? They're not serious about the things that you're serious about and that you're concerned about. They're not. <laughs> this texture in the upstate saying, once elected speaker, McCarthy and McConnell will join hands and endeavor to work with the president, passing massive spending bills and moving the country further left. Exactly. And you saw McConnell and company, what they did, how they betrayed you. Right before the Christmas break. Do you think any of these folks received any message from you from this election? Any message? None whatsoever. See, I would be ashamed if I had a conscience. If I went back to Washington, D.C. and after this disaster of an election and went back and the first thing I did is voted for Kevin McCarthy for Speaker of the House. I would have to bow my head in shame. Then again, most of these folks don't have a conscience. Now, I do want to put this out there. There are people concerned that the Democrats might take advantage of this, which I'm sure is always possible. There are people who are saying there's really no viable other alternative which also concerns me. You've got 200-plus Republicans, and you can't find a single other leader. I've said the same thing about Donald Trump. When people tell me, oh, there's nobody else who can lead us. we got a country of 300 freaking million people, 350 million people, and you're telling me one man is the only person qualified. And I say the same thing of a 200-member Republican group. A Republican conference, and you're telling me only one man can lead that, and it's Kevin McCarthy. I do not believe that for a moment. I don't. So everybody's reporting that this effort, this bid by Kevin McCarthy, it, it hangs in the balance. Here, by the way, are the five never-Kevin Republicans, and they should be praised. Andy Biggs, Matt Gates, Ralph Norman, who you heard, Matt Rosendale, and Bob Good. They've pledged to vote as a block. They're going to be firmly anti-McCarthy. And I told you how The Hill referred to them as far-right members. See, this is journalistic malpractice. I am embarrassed for my profession. I am embarrassed that this is what passes for journalism. Any case, Bob Good saying, a true conservative is going to emerge to challenge Kevin McCarthy. We've not heard any names. But he said, I think you'll see on the second ballot an increasing number of members vote for a true candidate who can represent the conservative center of the conference, can motivate the base. He made these comments on Fox News. 
Now, McCarthy launched an unsuccessful bid for Speaker back in 2015. He's been trying to nail down the 218 votes he needs to win. And so far, as you heard from Ralph Norman, he ain't got them. And I hope this is another failed attempt. But who is this other candidate? I've heard names floated out there like Steve Scalise. I don't know. But we do know that the status quo is unacceptable. I want to know what you think. If you think I'm crazy, call me. Tell me. Vince, you're completely crazy. I would love to (laughs) hear what other wisdom you might have to convince me that I'm missing something here. I'd love to know. I really would. The actual response is there's no other viable candidate acceptable to the D.C. elites. It has to be hand-picked, chosen opposition. (laughs) That's kind of interesting, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. But we also have this. You're on fire, Vince. I love it. We're all outraged by these people. They need to be held accountable by the American people for what they have done to us. Calm down, Vince. You're getting my blood pressure up. That's Chris out of Shelby. Vince, it's too late to stop this. We have two more years of putting up with this and probably more because idiots keep voting them in primaries. Oh, gosh. Please don't get me started on this. I'm serious. I get really fired up about this. So, we'll continue to watch. As I mentioned, noon. Noon is the time... The Congress will convene and let the games begin. In the meantime, pray. Pray for a breakthrough. Somehow, some way. This texter says their actions prove they have no conscience. They don't give a darn about you. Freedom, the country, anything else we care about. Money is their God. The only thing they care about, ultimately, our God's in control. They will answer to him for their crimes. They will never be answering to us. That's a fact. Wow. (laughs) Stay with us. on the Vince Coakley radio program. How's my voice today? Is it better today than yesterday? I think so. It feels stronger. Did somebody just say no? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Chris. I appreciate that. I, uh, yeah, I'll just leave it there. <laughs> Over on the text slide, Roger says, Vince, you are dead on. Another person, the difference between McCarthy and Norman is a politician that has arrived, one that is trying to get there. (laughs) Interesting. What else do we have here? Who can we call? Alma Adams is my representative. I'll be praying for you. Vince, you are crazy. Washington is not, I repeat, not fixable. Vince, it's got to be Jim Jordan. He'll put the hell fire down. And this person in the upstate, as Newt Gingrich put it, it's either Kevin McCarthy or chaos. I choose chaos. I think a lot of you, and, and I'm serious, I want to put that question to you now. If that's the choice, is it Kevin McCarthy or chaos? How many of you would choose chaos? 
I think most of you are done with this nonsense. You're done with the playing footsie, with our debt, and the future for our children, our grandchildren. It's got to stop. Kevin McCarthy's not the man to do that. He's not. See, I think if you are a loser back in 2015, think about this. If you lost before, wouldn't you want to step up your game? That's what I would do. I would I would be ready to step up my game. But the sad thing is, Kevin McCarthy's kind of a cynical politician. Because what he's done is he's been crafty. He's been working the system. And he's been working the representatives. And you have to understand that that's what this is about. Nancy Pelosi, all these folks who are in leadership. This is why they go out and campaign for people. This is why they contribute money to people's campaigns. It's all an effort to promote the cult of self. That's what this is all about. Building your brand. And then when you get that opportunity, vote for me. Vince, honestly, all of you Republican boomers are an embarrassment. For the record, I am not a freaking boomer, so don't call me that again. I had this discussion with one of my younger friends. For the record, I'm a Generation Xer. I think by one year. And I wear that proudly. So, we'll continue. Y'all never get anything done. Throw a temper tantrum when you don't get your way and blame everyone else for why the system's broken. Most millennials are just ready for you all to be gone so we can make deals to move this country forward. Yeah, deals like the deals that have been made right before Christmas? You want more of those? Where are these other supposed firebrand congressional conservatives in standing up against McCarthy? Like Taylor Green, Bobert. I think Taylor Green is supporting McCarthy. I think she's been drinking the Kool-Aid out of concern about the chaos. Vince, I love your passion and emotion. I don't disagree with anything you've said. However, my concern is we get a splintered conservative party that can't pull together. Unfortunately, the Democrats always stick together. You know why? Because they believe in something. These folks don't believe in anything except for themselves and their own power. That's the problem. <laughs> I think we have a troll here in the upstate. Donald J. Trump is the only one. <laughs> Ah, let us see here. Mr. Coakley, it was established that in 1776, one-third of the colonists were pro-British, one-third pro-independence, one-third didn't care. That's where we still are today. Ralph Norman and others are fighting the Dems, the Rhinos, and the corrupt media. Unless people care to wake up, it's status quo because they have the power... Yes, Vince, you are completely crazy. You're completely off the rails crazy. That's why I love you. Keep up the crazy. Another texter says, chaos, chaos, chaos. Vince, these idiot liberal trolls texting you today have definitely drank the Kool-Aid. All I can say is, for those types of people, they can go pound sand. <laughs> Look at the bright side, Vince. You're getting rid of the Wicked Witch of the West. Chris out, of, Chris out of Shelby referring to Nancy Pelosi. Politics based in power and greed. It's how the system works. Consumes everyone that enters the arena. It's good that we're arguing about this. 
It's better than storming the Capitol again. We see where change got us last time. <laughs> You're right about that. We love your spirit and your accuracy in people. Keep on marching. That's from Barry. Vince, I love what you're saying. I back you 100%. I think this is God's way of showing us we need him. Yes, we desperately need him. And the wonderful thing is he doesn't change. He's consistent. The things he says, you know, it's kind of interesting. I think I came across the scripture. And no, this isn't Transformation Tuesday, but it's a freebie for you. And it's in Hebrews. I think in Hebrews 10, it was talking about how we move forward standing on the promises of God. It reminded me of a song, maybe I'll share it, for Musical Monday. It's an imperial song called Promise to Promise. Love that song. I've been playing that over and over again. He keeps his promises, unlike us. As human beings, we fail. And this is not a matter of perfectionism. But I think what you want, you want to see people who you can really believe their word. You know, the sad thing is, the thing I have to commend about liberals, they do everything they promise to do. You vote these people in office, they deliver. These worthless Republicans, they got this wonderful platform, and none of them believe it. That's the bottom line. That's what you have to understand. People talk about courage. No, it's you can't even get to courage before you get to conviction. If you don't have any convictions, courage is worthless. It's absolutely worthless. You first have to believe in something beyond yourself, beyond your comfort, your money, your power, your position, your title. That's the beginning place. You have convictions that transcend you. And then that's when courage kicks in and you're on full steam and you're ready to fight for those values. Not for yourself only, but for others. That's what we're looking for. Anybody disagree with me on that? All right. I've had enough of that for now. We'll update you if there's new information that we learn before the end of this broadcast. Coming up, we do want to talk about Damar Hamlin and continue prayers for Damar Hamlin. We'll talk about this situation and much more on the Tuesday edition of the Vince Coakley radio program. Stay with us. Back on the Vince Coakley Radio Program with the stronger voice today. Thank God. (laughs) One more subject to rant about. And I know this has been going on for days now. I am not here. I want to make very clear. I am not here to defend George Santos. You familiar with him? He's the congressman. We've now learned that he lied about a lot of things in order to get elected. I sent out a similar tweet yesterday. I'm reading Andrew Wilkow's serious question for those who believe George Santos must resign. How do you square your current belief against those who came before who did the exact same thing? Exactly. 
and this ties in what I've said about Kevin McCarthy, about every single one of these freaking frauds in Washington, D.C. You know, and I want you to understand, they're going to virtue signal <laughs> on steroids over George Santos. Do you know why? They want to draw your attention onto George Santos and away from themselves. That's the dirty secret here. They want to think, they want you to think, they are different than George Santos. And I'm going to tell you something. Can I make a declaration right now? If you're a Republican and you voted for Omnibus, you're George Santos. If you're a Republican and Kevin McCarthy is the kind of person you want to be speaker, you may as well be George Santos. Do you get where I'm coming from here? But I want you to watch this. Because they are going to demonize the hell out of this guy. And I'm not talking about Democrats. I'm talking about Republicans. Because they believe they're better than him. And I'm telling you, they are not. They are George Santos. Most of them are George Santos. So don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. And don't play along. Don't take the bait. Is it possible George Santos needs to take his rear end home? Sure. But I wish he would take dozens of others with him. Because there is, there is much the lying, deceitful SOBs as he is. And you can take that to the bank, ladies and gentlemen. I want to change things up a bit here. And talk about what happened last night. I was out in a public place yesterday when Monday Night Football was on and I saw people gathering around the television and I was trying to figure out what was going on. And I discovered what the attention was about. Here is a clip of audio. This is a compilation from yesterday evening's Monday night football game when we made a horrible discovery about what happened to DeMar Hamlin. Listen up. His hands wide open to midfield and lowers the shoulder for 14. This where Joe Burrow is so good. And now another Bills player is down. Tell exactly who that is. Maybe Hamlin. Jordan Poyer was able to go tonight. He was iffy. Their only pro bowler on this very good defense. Hamlin's taking the place for the injured Micah Hyde. And that is DeMar Hamlin. We don't know, of course, the extent of his injuries, but the entire Bills team is out on the field right now. Several players are down on their knees. Other players are holding hands, praying. You can just see the worried looks. Uh, on their faces. As soon as we have more, uh, Joe, we'll pass it on up to you guys in the booth. Okay, Lisa, we're going to take a break. They have been administering CPR through these past two breaks that we've taken. Sobering scene out in the field yesterday evening in Cincinnati. Buffalo defensive back, Damar Hamlin. 
remains in critical condition. The Bills say his heart stopped. His heart stopped after a tackle during Monday Night Football game. That game, by the way, indefinitely postponed. Hamlin collapsed on the field during the first quarter of the nationally televised game against the Bengals. Was given medical treatment for nearly 20 minutes before they took him to the hospital. 20 minutes. This was a painful 20 minutes to watch. Damar Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest following a hit in our game versus the Bengals. His heart beat was restored on the field. He was transferred to the UC Medical Center for further testing and treatment. The bill said in a statement, he's currently sedated, listed in critical condition. Hamlin administered CPR on the field, surrounded by teammates, some of them in tears, while they shielded him from public view. He was hurt while tackling Bengals receiver T. Higgins on a seemingly routine play. That didn't appear unusually violent. Our prayers continue for Damar Hamlin. Stay with us. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. From the heart of the Carolinas, challenging the smug, misinformed arrogance of the left. The trouble with our liberal friends is not that they're ignorant. It's just that they know so much that isn't so. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. Hour number two of our broadcast, and understand that very soon it's going to be an update on Damar Hamlin's condition. I assume this is a uh, medical update from the hospital, and if we have any information that is new, we will certainly pass this on to you. It's certainly one of the subjects on the text line, getting a lot of attention. Jim out of Easley is an example of what I'm seeing a lot today. Vince, I wonder if Mr. Hamlin has had the jab. Another person texting Mr. Vince how long before we make a connection to Mr. Hamlin and vaccine status most healthy 24 year olds don't go into cardiac arrest I think it's a fair question another person what do you bet DeMar Hamlin had a recent COVID shot I don't know anything about this for sure but it's a fair an important question in light of things I continue to see that frankly disturb me as a person who has suffered a heart attack several years ago I take these kinds of things very seriously and some of the data I've seen it's enough to make me concerned quite concerned and this subject should not be real ruled out as a question mark I'm not promoting any theories I'm not advancing any diagnoses here, but I think those who have texted in on this subject, it's an appropriate question to ask. Over on the text line, responses to the first hour and our conversation about the speaker vote. This texter hit it right on the head. Santos. It's a scapegoat the Republican leadership will use to focus 
they will use that to focus on as opposed to their failure of leadership and fiscal responsibility. Yep. Jim out of Easley says this. Vince, all politicians lie to get into office. Then they continue to lie while they're in office. <laughs> Does anybody doubt that? Question that at all? Mark out of Rock Hill Chaos. Excuse me. Kevin McCarthy represents a district in California. Every House member knows this. Liberty score notwithstanding. Rant over. Yep. 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 Vince, I'd rather have chaos. Kevin McCarthy is emblematic of the fecklessness of the Republican Party in recent years. This go-along-to-get-along attitude has to be excised from the party. If a real conservative agenda is going to be advanced, I'm from California. Kevin McCarthy isn't just a rhino. Worse than that, he's a Sino, conservative in name only. Conservative Review gives McCarthy a Liberty score of 54 out of 100, which is a failing grade. If he's elected a speaker, you won't see a material difference between the new Congress and the current Congress. Kudos for Matt Gates and Andy Biggs for opposing him. Wish we had more conservatives of character like them. Yep. I love this text. It sums up so many things. If you believe it, you'd be living it. Wow. Doesn't this speak on so many things? If you believe it, you'd be living it. And I'm telling you, if you truly believe it and live it, you're going to vote it. It's not complicated, folks. Not complicated at all. Hmm. My goodness. Transformation Tuesday, real quickly. Is this live? Can we take this live right now? Uh, Chris? Um, this is quite interesting as we see the moments before the House convenes. We don't have a source for this, but Kevin McCarthy is speaking to reporters now as he goes into the Capitol. I assume the conference has broken up the Republican conference this morning, and there's been some heavy politicking going on there as McCarthy's tried to shore up his base. Um, if we hear what he's had to say, we're going to pass those comments on to you. But um, as I mentioned, we are about 49 minutes away <laughs> from probably the best show you're going to see today. Maybe it'll be some longer period of time. Let's quickly get to Transformation Tuesday. And this is actually a social media post from a friend of mine. His name is Tomas. And Tomas really communicates something powerful. And I think it's appropriate to share this on this day, the third day of the new year. I'm not a person who gets into these, okay, let's start off the new year fresh and this and that. You can reset anytime. And sometimes we need multiple resets. You know, I like to use analogies in conversations, especially in counseling and 
consulting with people and I think one of those brilliant examples is what happens with a computer how many times if you have a computer problem will the IT person tell you first off just restart your computer the same thing with the phone which is ultimately a computer these days Turn the darn thing off and turn it back on. And sometimes just that process will kind of bring everything back into place. And you won't have any additional issues. It'll kind of reset. You can do that with your life. And you can do that at any time. I want to remind you that on this third day. Because some of you, and I'm, I feel like very strongly I'm sensing... I'm speaking to some very specific people right now. You're wrestling with feeling defeated right now because you made some declarations and proclamations of what you wanted to do and what you wanted to be for the new year and you've already failed and you're discouraged about it. I want you to stop beating yourself up right now and I want you to take a moment to reset and restart get rid of the resolutions get rid of the dates the focus on dates and we and we can have a conversation about what is the strategy for success what is it Tomas posted this on social media your dignity can be mocked abused compromised toyed with lowered and even bad mouth but it can never be taken away from you you have the power today to reset your boundaries, restore your image, start fresh with renewed values, and rebuild what has happened to you in the past. Tomas is right on the money. Begin today. If you failed already, reset, restart, restore. Stay with us. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Back on the Vince Coakley radio program <laughs> on the text line, Matt Gates, a person of character, really? A character, maybe. The only thing between Gates and being charged with a crime is former associates are of such questionable character, their testimony could never be used in a court of law. And, you know, I want to say something very important here. Because there are exceptions to just about anything anybody could possibly say. Here are the exceptions. Number one, just because somebody takes the right position on the speaker vote does not mean I endorse that person or think they're a wonderful person. That person could be a snake as well. I want to be clear about that. I will also tell you, and there are some exceptions, a few, there are some decent, wonderful people who will vote for Kevin McCarthy. Now, some of you will say, wait a second, that contradicts what you said a few minutes ago. I'm just telling you, if I'm a member 
of a congressional district with a genuinely conservative Congress member with a liberty score of 95, I would be an absolute idiot to turn on that person on one vote. I'm just being straightforward about this. What I'm warning you about are the people with a pattern who do this all the time. The speaker vote is a continuation of what they've been doing all along. There are some sincere people who've just looked up and said, you know what, I really, what are the other choices? They're going to vote for Kevin McCarthy. And, and part of it, too, is out of concern that I don't want to create any situation where it gives an opening to Democrats to do something devious. I get it. So I want to be very clear. Do not use what I've said here to castigate a genuine conservative who takes one bad vote that I disagree with. But when you've got somebody who's got a pattern of stupid behavior and a horrible liberty score, there's just no excuses. I mean, case in point, Lindsey Graham. This guy is hopeless. He's just hopeless. This is not a one-time thing where he supports Mitch McConnell, for instance. Lindsey Graham has been consistently inconsistent and unfaithful to the conservative cause. He has some days where he says something profound. But for the most part, politically speaking, as a Republican, he's a fraud. I hope that clarifies some of my remarks. Because one thing we don't want to do is to turn on our own because there are so few of us. So few of us. And the last thing we need to do is play a game of survivor with those who truly are faithful to the Constitution and who may make one vote we disagree with. But I think you know the people I'm talking about, the ones who have been doing this over and over and over again, and they've done it for years. They have screwed you left and right. Speaking of politicians, and I'm not a person to throw anybody under the bus. Did you hear about those of you in South Carolina? Did you hear about Tom Davis? Senator, State Senator Tom Davis. Daily Beast reporting. He's been hit with a public intoxication ticket. On New Year's, he was found drunk in a parked car. Come on, Tom. Republican said in a statement, he got in a car after a night of drinking, realized he should not be driving, found a parking lot, sat there for an hour. Well, it's a good thing he didn't drive, at least. David saying he was ashamed and embarrassed about the incident, apologized to his family and constituents. That's what I would expect of him. Look forward to the opportunity to prove to my family and constituents I've learned from this mistake. Well, good. Rather unfortunate. Which is another example of, and, and this is just something I encourage you to do, don't be alone in situations like this. It helps to have somebody around that's going to keep you from getting into trouble. It's like, stop right there. For me, I have a two-drink limit, for instance. If I go to a bar or if I'm at home, I, I stop at two. That's just what I do. And... 
if there's any question at some point, and, and I've really never been there, um, I'd want to have somebody around who's going to say, all right, Vince, that's enough. You know, time to go home or whatever. But that's a backstop to self-control, <laughs> which is something we don't always do well in, do we? <laughs> Just saying. Oh, my gosh. That is terrible. How dare you say that? <laughs> this texture says Lindsey Graham has not been consistently inconsistent. Lindsey Graham has been consistently treasonous. Wow. Strong words. <laughs> this texture trying to suggest I'm Tom Davis. Come on. That was you yesterday. I thought you had a guest host. Take care of yourself. Feel better. Uh, great sense of humor. See, I love having fun with things like that. I don't mind taking jabs like that one. You've seen this poll by Gallup. Coming off several challenging years, Americans enter 2023 with a mostly gloomy outlook for the U.S. As majorities predict negative conditions in 12 of 13 economic, political, societal, and international arenas. That's not good. When offering opposing outcomes on each issue, about 8 in 10 U.S. adults think 2023 will be a year of economic difficulty with higher rather than lower taxes, a growing rather than shrinking budget deficit. More than 6 in 10 think prices will rise at a high rate and the stock market will fall in the year ahead, both of which happened in 2022. In addition, just over half of Americans predict unemployment will increase an economic problem the U.S. was spared in 2022. Also on the domestic front, 90% of Americans expect 2023 will be a year of political conflict in the U.S. 72% think crime will rise. 56% predict there will be many strikes by labor unions. Regarding world affairs, 85% of U.S. adults predict the year ahead will be fraught with international discord rather than peaceful. 64% think the United States' power in the world will decline. 73% think China's power will increase. However, 64% believe Russia's power in the world will decrease. Like a reflection of that country's recent setbacks in the war against Ukraine. I'm curious, what do you think about these things? Are you in agreement? with most of the people in this poll. It's kind of interesting, the thoughts that people have communicated here. Overall, they've communicated pessimism. Is that you? Is that where you are? The Ingalls Markets Talk Line, 800-938-1110. Call us. Tell us what you think. Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line, it's 71307. Stay with us. Okay, I have to tell you, you know, I think back to, <laughs> I think back to years ago, and I think those of you, most of you within the sound of my voice, remember back during the Newt Gingrich era, and the contract with America, had a great deal of appreciation for Newt Gingrich back then, but I... Goodness, I'm just being honest. 
I mean, in recent years, I really haven't cared for much Newt Gingrich has had to say. I really haven't. Because a good part of the time, the positions he's taken, they don't, there's no consistency. There's no consistency in terms of values and principles. <laughs> I mean, even during breaks, I mention this because I'm continuing to read stuff, take in information. And uh, by the way, Chris, let me know when this audio is ready to share with the audience. <laughs> You've got to hear this. Because Newt Gingrich saying never McCarthy House Republicans have a psychological problem. <laughs> a psychological problem. Are, are you ready for this? I, I just, I got real, real problems with this. I want to know what you think about this. Here's Newt Gingrich, and this is an appearance that he made. Uh, this was yesterday on Fox and Friends. Listen up. Well, look, I, I don't understand what they're doing. Um, they're not voting against Kevin McCarthy. They're voting against over 215 members of their own conference. <clears throat> their conference voted overwhelmingly, 85%, for McCarthy to be speaker. So this is a fight between a handful of people and the entire rest of the conference. And they're saying they have the right to screw up everything. Well, the precedent that sets is so do the moderates. Uh, so do the members from Florida. I mean, any five people can get up and say, I'm now going to screw up the conference, too. The choice is Kevin McCarthy or chaos. And there's nobody going to replace Kevin because he has far more people totally dedicated to him than this handful of never-enders. And the result's going to be anybody who tried to replace Kevin would face total chaos. It would be impossible to govern. So I hope in the next 24 hours that, that these, this handful of members will realize they don't have the moral right to reject the choice of 85% of their conference. They don't have the moral right to break up the House against the wishes of over 215 fellow Republicans. Uh, and I think it's a, a remarkably short-sighted and candidly selfish position, and I don't understand where they're coming from. McCarthy's agreed to every policy they've asked for. He has, the truth is that the Freedom Caucus has won a huge set of victories. And you have to say to yourself, if you got somebody and you give him everything he asked for and he still says no, is the problem him and well, not McCarthy? And yeah. I think that's where these guys are going to be end up. <laughs> what do you think about that from Newt? I just, I'm just not there. I'm just not. Unbelievable. Let's go to the upstate in Greenville, South Carolina. And Dan, good morning, Dan. Welcome. Good morning, Vince, and thank you, sir, for taking my call. I don't agree with Newt at all. I'm so confused. And speaking of psychology, we're the ones who are, who are faced with a, a psychological trauma, if you ask me. We have Kevin McCarthy, who enabled the Democrats to pass a $1.7 trillion wish list for them, and he wants to be Speaker. And well, every time... Hold on just a second, Dan. Just for the record, this is important to point out. He actually tried to get them to stop. He's on this. Uh, as much as I can't stand Kevin McCarthy, he was right. He tried to get Mitch McConnell and others not to do that. But go ahead. Okay, well, I'm not sure if that was just a, a show. I, I don't really know. I don't trust Kevin McCarthy at all. Um, and the other thing is, and maybe you can enlighten me, what are the hard-fought victor victories that the Freedom Caucus has 
chalked up. I'd like to know what those are because the pe- people like me, we're just walking around with our heads down. We we just don't have confidence in this guy at all. And that's and I think Newt is wrong. And when do we fight back? When when are we supposed to say enough is enough? When does it end? I mean, it just that's the problem. We're all psychologically traumatized, but not because of the voting or not voting for Kevin McCarthy. It's what they do to us every day. It's amazing. And that's my comment. Thank you. I'm with you, man. I, I feel it. I feel I feel what you're saying, man. You know, I think what, what it comes down to, what Dan's looking for, and I think what many of us are looking for, we want an advocate. We want advocates. Who's in Washington fighting for us? The nuts, the freaks. They've got all kinds of people supporting them in Washington and their nonsense. They do. They're people who go to the wall for the craziest things. And yet you get called a right-wing extremist for daring to support a balanced budget. (laughs) I mean, think about it. An opportunity for other members of Congress to offer amendments, to be able to speak during Republican conference meetings. This is right-wing extremism. I, I get it. I know where you're coming from, folks. You're frustrated. Is this what you went to the polls? You stood in line to vote for? Oh my gosh! It's it's it can be depressing. Really can be. A couple of deaths of notes I want to mention. I know you are aware that Barbara Walters passed away. I have just the most tremendous respect for Barbara Walters. Just watching her career over the years, and I love I loved her style. I loved her voice. I love the way she engaged people. You know, this is all politics aside. But there was just certain a certain grace. There's just a certain, you know, dare I say it, ladylike presence I loved from her on news. I just so appreciated that. And uh, she will be fondly remembered. Also... Um, Fred White, Fred White of Earth, Wind and Fire has passed away. One of the founding members of the band. It just seems people are passing away left and right. Stay with us. This is the Vince Coakley radio program. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.